When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pod save the queen! Hello and welcome to this week's Pod Save the Queen. Uh, I'm Zoe, I'm your host this week, and I'm joined by Russell, our royal editor. Hello. And Amber, our fashion director. Hello. So it's been a really busy afternoon here, actually. Um, we've all kind of come in in a slight rush, we will admit, because about five minutes before we did, we've just had loads of gorgeous photos drop of um, Kate, Megan and all the royal kids arriving at the polo. Um, have you guys seen the pictures yet? They're gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah, they do. Look they are fab for re- reunited. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all great. out. It's yeah. the first time we've All the we've children, seen. it's fantastic. Yeah, they're great, great shots. Um Kissing Archie. Archie's yeah. out about. So you know, they're, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah, it's the first kind of really relaxed pictures we've seen of kind of mum Megan, haven't, you know, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. She looks back to her best. She's yeah. been looking great recently. Yeah, it's lovely. And Louis is definitely on the move. He's seen those pictures. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. Kate had to step in and kind of scoop him up at one point because I think he saw some horses and got a bit excited. So he was <laughs> <laughs> straight over there. So that'd be really nice. Um, really nice pictures later on, I think, when they all come in gonna be a great day isn't it yeah there's lots going on uh obviously the the, the boys would knew we're, we're getting back together for this charity yes. polo match which is in aid of 15 of their charities that they're sort of affiliated with and the late leicester city owner who tragically died in february in a helicopter accident so it's um it's a, a polo club just out of london and of course it's an um, added bonus to see the the two yeah. um wives and all the children which we weren't expecting definitely no yeah no definitely i lo- always love this event that when they go to kind of the summer events and you always see the pictures because you always see Kate really hands-on and getting involved with it all and she's normally picking them up. Well, it's she? normally at like one of those Norfolk horse fairs yeah, or something, isn't it? And the then, you know, Zara and Mike Tindall yeah. turn up. Uh, but then, you know, this is Megan's sort of first f- foray into um, into sort of country life, I suppose. I don't... Has it? Well, we've seen it at their polo. Where was the other polo that she it's, was... It's polo country life. Is it? It's, it's posh country posh life. Posh country <laughs> life, yeah. It's pursuits. Yes. Um, yes what, what are pursuits? That's what posh people do when they get active. They oh, right. Oh, <laughs> I thought this was like some sort of jopper. Are they called jospers? Or? <laughs> no, no. So that's the extent of my fashion. <laughs> fashion done for me this week. Yeah. Best left alone. Yeah. Uh, Kate's looking lovely in a really nice, another kind of longer style dress, isn't she? Yeah, we've talked a lot about how Kate has changed her style recently. She's been wearing lots more of the kind of midi floaty dresses. And I think they look really good on her. And of course, she's wearing her trusty castanar wedges because she doesn't like to go anywhere (laughs) that way, those. I get the feeling she is going to be running off, running around quite a lot today. So yeah, a bit of a challenge because they're quite high, those wedges, aren't they? (laughs) So she's uh, set herself up there nicely. Yeah, no, definitely. Brilliant. So now on to kind of 
the other big thing that's obviously happened this week, which was the christening, little Archie's christening on Saturday. Yeah, so that so obviously the two photos that did get released in the end, I think, have sort of given a bit of goodwill back to to Harry and Meghan because of all the sort of furore over the not naming of the godparents and you know keeping yes. the press away and then being criticised on the back of sort of the big Frogmore renovations that obviously the British taxpayer has paid an awful lot of money for um, and you know they've, they've been heavily criticised it seems as though they're sort of careering from one PR disaster to the next you know obviously this whole notion of wanting to bring Archie up as a private citizen uh, is understandable on in one sense and then the sort of you know the, the whole um circus over whether they were going to name the godparents and then having it in the private chapel so it was too small for um for any of the press to sort of attend the sort of comings and goings um and then you know they put these two pictures out and and everyone looked great and you know, there was an awful lot to discuss even though it was just two pictures there's Obviously, the the big sort of um, colourful uh, aspect of all the family together, yeah, sort of picking all that apart. Yeah. You know, and that's very tr- yeah tr- traditional photograph in a sort of I think it's like the green room in Windsor Castle, and then then you've got this sort of the other monochrome black and white styled photo by Chris Allerton that the Sussexes obviously love very much. Yes, you kind of had one from both sides, Absolutely. didn't you? The kind of almost royal side, the oldie worldy, the, and yeah. then the sort of Sussexes team Sussex doing it. Yeah, of you know the 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 stuff that we, we'd come to um, expect from them after the you know the great selection of photos that Chris Allison took during the wedding. Um, but then again, they can't really escape the criticism because, um, you know, some of that unwarranted because they, you know, get accused of being sort of Hollywood A-lister-esque with the sort of black and white um, aspects of the photographs. But I thought they were great. You know, it's the first time we've seen Archie. A lot of people commenting on his hair colour, which I found <laughs> slightly crazy because you can't. I mean, can you see? Not really. No, maybe in a certain light. I liked seeing the two photos of um, Archie and Harry up close together because yes. I thought they were really cool and you can see that both babies look alike which is <laughs> mostly the case that they do I mean I, I can't really tell one baby from the other to be honest most times but um, yeah I mean I mean can, let's can we get a shout out for Kate because Kate looked absolutely oh, look incredible amazing. yeah I mean everyone looked on form well apart from William because he looked very grumpy I thought he wasn't <laughs> smiling. Everyone else seemed like oh, they were yeah, a good time. Doria looked nervous. He's God it love very her. seriously. Yeah, he does mm. uh, recently. And I think you always do that when you get a group shot. No one ever mm. looks great in all of them. Somebody's, There's always one unlucky person. Somebody's like. trying not to smile. And <laughs> yeah. the other it's going to be around for a long time. It wouldn't have hurt him to smile. No. But it is interesting that everyone was very neutral. And then Kate was obviously wow. the pop of colour. Yeah. The wow factor on the side. Yeah, Pussy bow. Yeah. <laughs> Drink. Very excited when I saw her outfit. I knew we'd have lots to talk about yeah. today. It was the first dress. thing that came to my mind yeah. when I saw <laughs> it. I was like, right, it. Yeah. <laughs> I think she does it just to keep you happy, just that you have something she's, to talk I'm about. I'm sure she's listening. I think so. she is. Yeah, thanks, Kate. We really, really appreciate it. And she did look incredible. I love the fact that you know she wore the pink with obviously the red headband. She's kind of made that padded headband her own, hasn't she? I and love it's actually sparked a huge yeah. trend, hasn't it? Because mm. you looked at people at Ascot this year. If you look across the high street, everybody's doing those big padded headbands. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's the new fascinator. Didn't yeah. Pepper wear one to whose wedding? Was she it Lady, did, Ab- Lady yeah. Gabriella Windsor's yeah. wedding? Yeah, she did look amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, 
you know, there's lots to talk about there. And the fact that obviously she she stood out. She's wearing quite a short dress. We've got we've got Kate's knees the on knees. show there. I know. So people made a bit of a fuss about that. And then there were people that commented on the fact that Kate was wearing Princess Diana's Collingwood pearl earrings that she actually wore for Harry's christening. And some people were quick to wade in and say that she was trying to upstage, which I thought was slightly ridiculous. She's just wearing a, a family heirloom for a, for a family portrait. So I think those people made a bit of a fuss about nothing there. But yeah, that was, was something that people were commenting on. Her dress was by Stella McCartney. We know that she loves, she's worn Stella in the past. She actually got a very similar dress to that, hasn't she? A slightly more satiny version. Yes, so she's, she I does was looking like at that this. Style. That's quite an, it was an older dress, yeah. wasn't it? I think she had it, oh gosh, a fair few very years ago. Very early on. Yeah. But apparently she has worn this dress before, so it's not the first time she wore it in 2018. Yeah, I thought, you know, she just looked absolutely amazing. She's kind of nailing it every time, isn't she? Yeah, I loved it. Mm. And I think, because she also she had her hair quite back off, you know, the headband was... It wasn't just kind of over her hair. All her hair was off her it's face. It's more modern, I actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I really liked it. No, it was lovely. And uh, what do you think of Megan's outfit? I thought she looked absolutely amazing. I love it when she wears Dior. I think that yes. that's the, the fit that really works for her. I mean, obviously, she looks effortless and everything. But I thought she looked really, really beautiful. And they just looked so happy. Yeah, lots of people were also comparing... The dress. So Megan wore the same earrings that she wore to the wedding. Yes, her wedding. Party, yep. And lots of people were also comparing the dresses, saying it was quite a similar, not quite the same neckline, but it was quite a, you know, a, quite it's a the style that she really loves. She likes, it, yeah, yeah, that kind of. It's not quite a bateau, but it's kind of a little bit cut wider than a, you know than a normal dress would be, if you like. So yeah. yeah, she's kind of back to that style that she knows really works for her, and she just obviously wanted something that was going to be really, really timeless. And I think that's what she's really achieved there. Yeah. Mm. No, brilliant. And yeah, as you said, I think Doria also looked lovely. She did, yeah. I mean, she's, she looked nervous in the photo and you can understand why you're coming into you as a complete outsider. I mean, Megan's an absolute pro because, you know, she's come from the world of, you know, turning on the sh- show business world. But, you know, Doria, whenever she comes, she just looks really, really sweet and mm. genuine. Uh, whenever I've seen her at this sort of uh, the Kensington Palace sort of garden party when they were doing the um, Grenfell book uh, and whenever you know, we've seen her at the wedding, she just looks very, very sweet and yeah. that she's sort of taking it in but doesn't really know what to do. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's a great photograph. As you said, it will be completely historic. Um, and uh, the two side by side are a, a perfect marriage of the, the, the old and the new. But um, but no pictures of the other guests apart from we saw yes. maybe a couple. We saw um, Harry's old nanny uh, arrive, Tiggly Bork, yes. you know, arrive, who's rumoured to obviously be a godparent, still under wraps. Uh, um, whether whether she is, um, certainly rumours whether uh, Megan's two friends that these we saw at Wimbledon. Yes, yeah. uh, uh, were were godparents or whether they attended? I most most probably did. I mean, do you think it's something that's just surely it's just going to come out eventually? Why not just announce Listen, it? I mean, it's one of these things, isn't it? I think that you know, that on this one, my my view is that this is just the total wrong tact to take. It's got everyone's back up. It was on the back of. Um, the Frogmore Cottage, millions of pounds being spent and, you know, hundreds of thousands being spent next year. This is the thing. That, and when we were constantly briefed that it would always be about a million, a million and a half because of the structural elements of the building and it wasn't going to be you know, any more than that. And it's ended up being double from what everyone was briefing at the time, even even though that there's the figure of three million was already out yeah, there. Yeah, that happens to everyone. You get a builder and it's Of course, <laughs> which is why it was foolhardy to yeah. be briefing that in the first place. So I think that this, you know, the, the, the christening just came at an unfortunate time for them. And I understand that they want to bring 
their child up in as a private citizen. They haven't given him an HIH title. But, you know, it just seemed to me just a tad too much. Like, there's going to be a lot of battles with, the you know, necessarily the media or the public or the well-wishers who were obviously outside Windsor Castle, who were still there in their dozens. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they're the sort of people who will be there, royal fans, come what may. Um, but in terms of the goodwill towards them, I think they just don't want to... You, being extinguishing it every single time that there's an event you know no. this i think we we'll, we'll, you know we'll touch upon megan in a bit of uh, at wimbledon that's ended up being just some massive story which is being talked around you know about across the globe which didn't but need to be a not, story can they really not see that this but the potential for it to become such a big story well the it argument just seems is so right obvious. i mean if you if you if you're being briefed by people then what are their um, pr people briefing them what are their press people briefing them and they are they completely ignoring it my guess is yes they are completely yeah. ignoring it they're very two headstrong people they've decided that this is what they want to do for their child they've moved out to frogmore you can't get near the near the property whatsoever. There's certainly been no pictures or details of what was done for taxpayers spending two and a half million up to three million, which is frankly utterly ludicrous. I mean, there should be uh, a breakdown of costs of what has been spent. You know, there's another figure put out there that they spent £250,000 on their own fixes and fittings, but that's completely unquantifiable. We won't know. And then, you know, you get accused of this is sort of politics of envy. It isn't. This is just, you know, it's taxpayers... British people who really love the royal family and think that, you know, there should just be a bit of give, give and take in the normal world. And I think that's what you expect from anyone, isn't it, really? If you're giving all your time or your efforts, then you expect something back. And whether that's, you know, a boss expecting you to work hard or a friendship or the members of the royal family, the, you know, we, we should be getting our money's worth for them. When it's broken down, it doesn't really uh, cost us all a lot. But I think that the overall image that is being portrayed by Harry and Meghan is really sort of um, it's on thin ice at the moment. And, and and we wouldn't have said this a year ago. I mean, only a year ago that they were the flavour of the month. Absolutely. Nobody this. would have seen this. Yeah. Um, you know, apart from some naysayers, you know, talking um, about you know, whether they thought that Meghan would fit, be able to fit in with the constraints of royal life. And, and perhaps this is evidence that they're both finding it a little bit harder. So, mm, I mean, such a shame. it is. And I think, we'll, we, you know, the, the big tours coming up in, in Africa, um, I, I, I think we're going to see a lot of um, the way that they react with each other. They're spending, uh, imagine, a few days in South Africa together before she stays there. And then Harry sort of going across across sort of Botswana, um, Angola and Malawi. So um, oh, she's not doing she's that not. Part. So she's okay. staying in South Africa because of mainly to do with the light aircraft that will be used to to transport people and Archie's too small. Yeah. So she'll be staying there. So and, uh, let, let's see what they get up to. Um, but again, um, it just seems like they're careering from one disaster to, to another. And I, d I just don't, I've never experienced this. And I speak to a lot of, you know, the veteran commentators of, um, you know, been around a long time and they've seen, you know, different generations of the royal family of how they've reacted to certain instances that have come up. And they are, you know, they're saying that they're witnessing um, a bit what of a fraught time. What do they think time. then, that they're just not taking advice? 
what, what's the general? I yeah, I think, and uh, you know, people I'm I'm speaking to who are close to the Sussexes, close to the households, are saying that they they just don't take advice, and that is that is a major problem for them because mm. you know if you're just you know they're still young people, especially Harry. He's a you know young man. He's trying to find his way in the world. He's you know he's he's, he's obviously left the army and trying to work out what what his sort of life plan is. And Megan's been in the royal family for five minutes. The problem is this is a self fulfilling prophecy now because Harry doesn't have a happy relationship with the press and the more bad press he garners the more that this is kind of escalating from both sides absolutely so I feel like it needs to kind of stop and stop quite soon for for, for everyone for their sake, sake really. yeah. you know and again the, the the issue is um the media spends an awful lot of time money efforts time away from our families you know the organizations spend a fortune you know, traveling around the country and indeed the world following them reporting on their charitable endeavors like when we spent three weeks in australia fiji tonga new zealand mm. all the charitable endeavors invictus games wouldn't have become the big success it has no, been without the global this, yeah. um spotlight on it and um i'm afraid that they need to really realize where they are in the world and you know you you necessarily can't switch it on and off when you want i get that they want some sort of privacy but yeah, of course you already do. live yeah. in a gated development you have palaces you have bodyguards you have all the um things that can be afforded i to go to a private island on holiday to to ghost yourself if you so want to um however when you're out in public you're going to have to do some things that necessarily you may not be comfortable with but you've just got to get with the program i mean it's I a seamless that link of, yeah. isn't it so <laughs> wow. and and yeah that's oh a quick shout to charles going in a helicopter to to Windsor Castle. Oh yes, because even which though is we a didn't big deal, see him coming you know, in, we saw p- a few people arriving, kind of at the gate. So they're getting a chopper to there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not Kate very far. <laughs> I mean, especially if you've got outriders if you're coming from Clarence House, and they're getting a chopper in, and and then William was seen driving like a bat out of hell in his Audi S <laughs> six or whatever it was um, through the gates. So. I don't know. Maybe everyone feels a bit on edge at the moment about the sort of Sussexes and their big plan to keep everything secret. But um, watch this space. Yeah. So and then and then I need to hear about. So and then so so then Wimbledon happens, and I imagine everyone who's listening has has um, you know seen the furore that has exploded over Meghan being at Wimbledon. Um, Yeah, and it has. And she was with two friends from um, her university days. and the so that she turns up court one to see Serena Williams. Um, as I um, have been told, it was it was a very um, uh, short planned trip. The, you know, there wasn't much planning that had gone on. She had obviously contacted the the All England Club or vice versa, and she did notify them that she was coming down. And then watch her big mate to watch her big mate and not stay to see Andy Murray play afterwards which i think come on like you're seeing you're out the british royal family you know sir andy murray is playing on court afterwards and she didn't see him so you know that's a bit of criticism that could be certainly labeled at her however um you've also got the fact that some overzealous security guards were sort of ordering people around uh, not to take photographs of megan because she was on a private visit um you know, search, search for the pictures if you haven't seen them. There's certainly one guy who uh, appears to be sort of up in their face, uh, but he wasn't. He was, you know, it, it, one of the frames that you can see zooming in. He's taking a selfie of himself because he was sitting just in front of them. 
And then there was a woman who was a former BBC journalist and a former real tennis world champion, a lady called Sally Jones, who's been in the papers a lot the last couple of days, who said she was sitting so several rows back from Megan and was taking a photo of the match that was going on, Serena Williams, and was sort of accosted by an embarrassed-looking... Um, private protection officer who sort of ordered her uh, to stop taking photos of the Duchess because she was on a private visit. And I'm sorry, but we are really getting into ludicrous territory now. And I know that when we're sort of out and about with them, there are people sort of leaning over the barriers sometimes, getting it, you know, trying to get a selfie with Meghan or Harry, um, putting cameras in their face, which, you know, that that's all well and good. Private protection officers are there well, keep to assess them away. Keep people the danger. Length, for sure. Exactly. Keep them around, but they're not, they should not be going to people several rows back to ask them to put their cameras down in a stadium full of like whatever it is, 13, 14,000 people. When you were sitting, you know, front and centre, you're not in the roll box and you've got the world. The BBC cameras are turning around to get her coming in. What about the yeah. empty seats? So, <laughs> I mean, it's this. Um, this is a bit of you know, a, a contentious issue, really, because I th- I think there was a bit of over exuberance from the All England club to sort of clear the seats. The Duchess is coming, get everyone out, and and then again, I also think perhaps in those sort of seats, you you would have had a lot of people at hospitality, so they may have been having their lunch. Okay, and she, yeah. Excuse me. Really? They were having their lunch bomb? However, (laughs) however, it then seems as though somebody has said something and then everybody was allowed to come back in. But, you know, we still don't know for certain whether all those people, and it was a sizable chunk, you know, of of seats. You know, it's it's 15 rows back, easy, right? And you've got, um, you know, it's 20, 25 deep, I would say, in sort of the the length of the rows. Um, It's just, you know, outrageous, to be honest, that. Um, you know, the private protection officers, you can argue that might have been overzealous, but they're taking, um, you know, issues and orders from their boss and their boss is Megan at the end of the day. Mm. Um, and then other people have broken rank from, you know, Wimbledon insiders have been quoted in the Times today, you know, the paper of record. This isn't tabloid spin of what a lot of people, you know, um, royal reporters sometimes get accused of. Um, and this is, you know, from the paper of record speaking to people at Wimbledon who, in quotes, said that she was a nightmare. It yeah. was a nightmare. So when that is happening, it? these yeah. stories are not being invented. They're not just happening, um, you know, uh uh, by occasion they are happening all the time now and I think they both need to have a real hard look at themselves and certainly the press team need to get a grip of the situation as well because even if they see, feel like they are fighting a losing battle then someone needs to sort of well the press are just being accused of being unfair and unkind yeah. but when you hear a story like that there's kind of there's no that's the way it's Absolutely. There's only one interpretation, really. You know, and it what several sources from the same event. You know, this is not just somebody having a pop. This is several sources, allegedly insiders from the All England Club, who you know, you know the All England Club um, refuted that as well and quite vociferously came out and said, you know, it's disappointing that somebody would uh, sort of, uh, try and align themselves and uh, within the story and make these things up, but. I'm not so sure. I think, you know, that, that these um, these instances are, are um, happening quick and fast at the moment and um, uh, they, they all can't be wrong. No. She looked amazing, though. She did. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, she looked, yeah, she looked lovely and she was kind of very dressed down, wasn't she? Yep. Um, I really like the little, she had a little A necklace on as very well, which cute. was very yes. sweet. And she was wearing her Madewell trilby that we've seen her wear at Wimbledon before. Yeah, she did look very kind of, I guess, 
she wasn't really think, expecting to have a photo taken that day. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't go to Wimbledon then. <laughs> yeah, that's the argument. You're yeah. not a pr- you're not at a private event. Sorry yeah. if I'm labouring the point, but this is. Yeah. I find it's really important that we, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, if she didn't want her photo taken, she shouldn't have it taken. Well, unfortunately, that's not the deal. No. You know, and the deal is for for members of the public, quite rightly, to be respectful at all times and to not get overexcited. People do get overexcited and that is you know the um the protection officer's uh job to stand to step in like you rightly said and don't get in their face yeah um and to assess the danger i don't think of you know uh, a 50 year old lady was any danger that chap who was standing up <laughs> obviously was you know taking the selfie from what we can see from the frame he will you know probably shouldn't have been assessed as a danger to her but you know you you're you're not um you're not going incognito and you weren't sitting having dinner with your husband in a private restaurant or on holiday where you would expect a reasonable yeah, expectation of privacy. Yeah. You have gone to the biggest event in the world on that day and you and you knew what you were doing. Which so, is live on TV Which is well. live on TV. Millions of people all yeah. around the world are watching it. So, you know, it's... Um, so... Pippa looked very good at Wimbledon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to Pippa. Let's talk yes. about dresses. Let's talk about pink things. Yeah, she was wearing a Stella McCartney dress as well, pale pink with kind of A-line with a pleat down the middle. And I really liked the pink trilby. I thought she looked great. Yes, it was really yeah. nice. Actually, she looked lovely. I always love seeing her at Wimbledon. You know, her and Kate normally go, don't they? But she looked really lovely. And yeah, she had that, the J. Crew Raffia cl- clutch that Meghan Markle has as well. Oh, yeah. very nice. thought I'd throw that out there. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they both bought in the sale, apparently. Give oh. you a little bit more extra information. Lovely. Yeah, she did look really good. Drifty gang. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. <laughs> or, or maybe maybe they just share it. Maybe it's the same bag. <gasps> <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> apparently a bit of sharing has been going on in the royal family <laughs> with dresses, so yeah. who knows? And Kate looked great as well. She, again, wearing that... It was a white dress this time with the buttons down the front, midi length, um, by Susanna. And she had lots of McQueen accessories, McQueen belt, McQueen bag. And yeah, with her hair kind of quite natural, I thought she looked really good as well. They, they clearly enjoy Wimbledon. Yes, mm. no, they do. They look lovely. And Camilla was there as well today, wasn't she? She made a, a um, she arrived briefly, I think. Yeah. And Camilla was at Wimbledon today as well, wasn't she? Yes. I don't there hasn't been any sort of bad feeling about Camilla at Wimbledon at the moment. So maybe <laughs> maybe we'll see later. Lots we'll of, see the headlines tomorrow. Selfies <laughs> yes, with her. Perhaps, you know, she nudged someone out the way to get to the Pim's tent or something. Um I'm, I'm sure she didn't do that for any uh, avoidance of it. That, I hope so, she did. I love yes. Camilla, you know. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she'll be having a squig before lunchtime, yeah. you know, you know it. Um I she's at yeah, so she's at uh well, Wimbledon today and Queen at Cambridge. Queen was in yes. Cambridge during so the week. She, when things weren't perhaps going brilliantly for Meghan, the Queen, on the other hand, was showing, showing the her young exactly ones how, it, how it is done. I love this. So she was uh, planting a tree at one of the event, um, uh, engagements and she was asked if she wanted some some help. I mean, she's 93 years young and she said, I'm perfectly capable of, she of is. planting a tree. This is where we need to end <laughs> with her, you know, with her Queen's voice. Yes. Yes. yes sorry, um, I, I mean, I won't do it myself. No. <laughs> but... Um, Yes, yeah, so she said she was perfectly capable. So a lot was made about that of, you know, this is how you do it. Yeah, and yeah. so the Queen is the ultimate professional. She's probably planted more trees, cut more ribbons, shaken more hands yes. than <laughs> anyone on earth. And she's still 
doing it with um just super professionalism really yes yeah because i did like the because uh, it was the um chairman i think that handed her but you know you can't just kind of give it to her and go go on then no they they said well if you would like help? should i would i yeah <laughs> and she said i'm perfectly capable i was going into yeah. there with him wasn't i um perfectly capable <laughs> and so which was which was lovely to see and you know she's just the best yeah and she looked lovely as well didn't she she was in that really really bright pink which she's never yeah. did you see the dress under the the coat yes it was like there was loads of it was I it was like rose pattern. You've got to see it. It's uh, pretty funky. Yeah, she's been wearing <laughs> lots of print. Actually, it was really. Yeah. It, it took off the. Obviously, I th- imagine it was Stuart Parv and the, yep. the 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 coat, and it was um, very very patterny. What would what would I say? Floral. Very floral. Floral. I'm going with funky. Floral funky. Okay, you can have funky. Funky and the queen are not usually (laughs) words that you hear in the same sentence, but I like that. Uh, So, okay, so what have we got coming out this week? (laughs) Not a lot for next week as it stands. However, the week is going to kick off, depending on when your week kicks off, Sunday or Monday. Sunday is the European premiere of Disney's The Lion King. I'm very excited for this. This is going to be super duper because um, you... I expect all the stars to be there. It's going to be a big premiere in London's Leicester Square. And Harry is definitely going to be there. And you can bet your bottom dollar that Meghan will be there as well. I really hope she is. So I reckon she will be. uh, Beyonce will be there because she's voiced the part of Nala. And, you know, it's just an absolutely amazing crew. And you've got um, Elton John will maybe there as well because he did the original score for the original film. So that's going to be like, you know, celeb mega fantastic so um so watch your space and then we'll check in with you next week i'm sure there'll be loads going on yeah someone might even wear a pussy bow (laughs) 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 and on that bombshell (laughs) (laughs) right well thank you very much and until next week pod save the queen 